Welcome to Dr. Mary Oz's Radical Change Now radio program. Today, you will learn how to combine healing and the law of attraction to better your own life in mere weeks. Join us on our journey, which starts right now. Here's your host, Dr. Mary Oz. So welcome back, everyone, to Radical Change Now, where we care about your healing, transformation, any big changes you want in your life, as well as any little changes. And it's nice to be back, and we have a very special guest with us today. We're here with Andrea Lee. Welcome, Andrea. Hi, thanks for having me, Dr. Mary. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thank you for saying yes. (laughs) And today's show, we're going to be talking about, the title of the show is Mad as Heck, What to Do when you lose your cool. So I'm interested to dive deep and see what you share with us today. I'm ready to go as well. (laughs) Yes, awesome. So let me just share with our audience today a little bit about you. So Andrea Lee is the founder and CEO of Thought Partners International, a consultant firm that champions ideas that are ahead of their time. In addition to coaching leaders in the coaching field since the year 2000, she's now pursuing graduate studies with a focus on abuse cycles, the abuse of power, family and workplace violence, violence prevention, which we need so much, violence prevention and solutions to everyday emotional violence. She's the author of We Need to Talk, your guide to challenging business conversations. And her video, When the Police Came, recently gained over 1.2 million views on Upworthy.com. So welcome, Andrea. It's such a pleasure to be here. I love your show and your work, Dr. Mary. Thanks for having me. Thank you. I thought we would share with our audience a little bit about how you and I met. Is that okay Mm -hmm. with you? Yeah. Of course. Yeah. So uh, the audience is familiar with Lisa Sasevich because she was on our show back in November of 2017. And we've had a lot of sassy guests, you know, people that are changing other people's lives come on the show as well. So um, they're familiar with Sassy Community. And you're one of Lisa's coaches, and you're a big part of the Sassy Community. So we met there. And right now, I have the pleasure of working with you as one of my mentors and one of my coaches. So super excited about that. Well, I have the pleasure of supporting you and your incredible vision. So that that love goes both ways. (laughs) Yes, this is true. This is true. So, where do you want to start today? You want to share a little bit about yourself, or do you want to jump right into some questions? And we promised our audience some information on losing control and what do we do when we get so mad that we're just beside ourselves. Yeah, I um, I would love everyone to know that you know, in addition to the many years I've been coaching um, and, and doing the work I'm doing in the emotional abuse arena, 
basically who you're listening to, and I think, Dr. Mary, the reason you invited me is I'm someone who really cares that we feel good in our lives, you know, that our emotions are here uh, to help us live a full human life, um, that the places in our life where we feel trapped, um, our anger or other huge emotions start to feel like they are harming us or the people around mm-hmm. us. Um, I care a lot about those things, so much so, in fact, that I have decided to pursue a PhD in helping us to um, feel that much better. Um, It's not because I think we shouldn't feel angry. We'll talk about um, that important point. I think anger has a point, um, has a purpose, and it actually can be part of attracting good things into your life. And I know Dr. Mary will have lots of interesting things to say about that. But that's the number one thing I think that you need to know. Um, I'm someone who's very familiar with the emotional ups and downs, especially to do with anger or rage. So Mm. even if you get a little bit angry, only some of the time, you probably know uh, around you people who get angry a lot of the time, or maybe even you'd use words beyond the word anger. And certainly if we look at our society, yeah, there's a lot of anger in the political arena right now. There's a a lot of anger in our schools and in parenting. And so, Dr. Mary, I don't know if we need to do more sort of introduction. I think maybe we could jump right in. What do you think? Sure. Let's jump right in. I mean, there is one thing that I want to say. So we'll, we'll say, I'll say one thing and then we'll jump in. (laughs) So one of the things I want my audience to know about you is that there, you know, there's one of the things I love the most about you is that you're so powerful in a gentle way, right? So we don't often think of power and gentle, but one of the things I love about your persona, your personality, your style as a coach is that you're so powerful but you do it in a very gentle way. And I just really love that. And I also just appreciate, I mean, you even used the two words. You were like, I care so much about how people feel. So it's like, I love that you love so much. Like when people get to know you, they really get to feel the love that you give just by the way you talk, just by the way you speak to people. And I think it's about the way you hold space for people. So, thank you. I want, you know, I want it's my, interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really appreciate your mirroring. Isn't it wonderful when in this world that can be so impersonal, we can hold space and see each other? So, I receive and I'm grateful, Dr. Mary, for your wise eyes and reflecting. I think part of the thing is about my ability to care really does have to do with having transformed um, the big emotions in my life, like anger, um, Mm. and and making the magic that's possible um, out of a big emotion like anger. You can turn it into love. Um, So we'll talk more about that, but, you know, um, my heart to yours and to all our listeners, we can feel better. Uh, about this funny, funny journey called life and being human. Mm, a funny uh, journey called we're life. We're here to talk about what to do, you know, when you <laughs> yes. lose your cool or feel like you're losing your cool or want to help people around you. So share with us, why are you so passionate about this topic of anger? Yeah, I, it's such a good question. I mean, I want to say 
just look at the world today, it feels like there's anger that's boiling up, honestly. Um, I don't know if you feel similarly, Dr. Mary, but, you know, we can just go out to get, like, milk at the store and bump into anger. Um, how many times do we have to hear about upset people doing really horrible things um, in our world? Um, I, I care about it because I feel like it underlies so much of the challenge that we are facing as, uh, as humans, um, individually and as a species. Um, I also care about it because I don't know if, you know, this is kind of a personal confession, Dr. Mary, but I grew up in a really, really angry household. I feel like I can't say really too many times. <laughs> <laughs> really, really, really angry. Yeah. Yeah. And so I picked up a lot of angry behaviors. Um, I learned to become angry from the people I lived with. Um, and my parents um, were angry, I think, for very good reasons. They were first-generation immigrants, and they were struggling. Um, my dad had to give up his law degree in order to start from nothing. Um, there was a lot of stressors, a lot of pressure. So those angry behaviors in a real, real way, you might feel if you're listening, like, you know, you have every right to be angry about certain things going poorly or not the way you want, you know. So um, I care about it because I know what it's like to be sort of steeped in that emotion and feel that way all the time. I know the pain of, of what it means to not know how to get out of that trap. And I also know now being on the other side of that and having found a really deep, peaceful place where I can still be angry, but it's not corrosive to my life. I know the possibilities of what's on the other side if we can get over um, the unproductive, angry part. So those are, mm. those are some of the reasons why I care a lot about this topic. I know you care about emotional health too, Dr. Mary. Hey. Oh, abs- yeah, absolutely. In fact, I have a funny story. It's, you know, it's a funny story, but maybe not so funny, but it, it's definitely ironic is that, you know, I grew up with a dysfunctional family and somehow by the time I was 19 years old, I honestly believed that it was bad to be angry. So I believe that anger was the absence of love. So it was like a family rule. Nobody ever said it, but it's just something that was like an unspoken rule that because no one in the family ever got angry, there was an expectation that getting angry was bad. So it wasn't until I was about 19 years old and in college that a mentor of mine helped me realize if you get angry with someone, it doesn't mean that you don't love them. So I definitely can relate to like growing up in dysfunction and not really knowing what to do with this feeling called anger, right? And giving it a meaning that just wasn't true made me suppress a lot, which would also make me not healthy. So that's probably one of the biggest reasons I have committed to being a social worker, a counselor, and a coach and transforming people's lives is because it all starts with emotional health. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. What you said is so good, Dr. Mary, because, you know, I would say that it's actually the opposite, that the presence of anger, if you think for a moment as you're listening, 
about a time when you were angry, I would bet good money <laughs> that it's because you cared. You actually, it was because you cared and you loved so much that you actually did, you were, that emotion came up. It's actually a signal of um, unexpressed um, care in a lot of mm-hmm. cases. And, and there are mm-hmm. exceptions, of course. But yes. for the vast majority of a general population, like those of you who are here listening with us today, um, your anger is often a signal. Like when a mom gets angry at her child for playing with a knife. Yes. Okay. And maybe running the across the street. The child. Yep. Isn't that a great example? Absolutely. It, it, that's that not the absence of love. That's the, the presence. fierce presence, another phrase right. fierce of love. Presence. And so yes. what we're talking about today is not, it's, it's about embracing that root um, essence of what anger often is and, and asking us to practice how to express it. Because, of course, if you, you know, if you express your love towards that child with a knife, by, you know, God forbid, hitting it or yelling at it for an hour, you know, that poor child is going to be harmed. And we don't want that. We don't want your love to harm people. So Mm -hmm. we're going to talk about tools and little exercises that I know, Dr. Mary, you love really practical exercises. So we'll do do a little bit of that. But yeah, I love that, that story that you grew up with. It's so common. So I would like to go, I find that sometimes audiences get confused with this. So if it's okay with you, I want to go over you know, one or one or more of those exceptions. Like, so what would be an exception? Like, you're right. So I got angry because my child picked up a knife and I don't want them to get hurt versus sometimes people use anger to manipulate people or sometimes people use anger to get their way or be powerful or some people rage and only know how to fight with rage and anger. And I would say those are those those are times when someone's using anger in an unhealthy way that feels very unloving. Definitely. You, yeah. I mean the extremes of when it's not okay, obviously you have your sociopaths and you know real clinical mm-hmm. situations where there is like emotional stuff that is, you know, way beyond what we're covering today. But, you know, anger of everyday types, um, you know, I would say even anger that manipulates, it's not that it's that behavior is okay. It's that somewhere deep in the roots of that person's manipulative or somehow very harmful behavior can sometimes be actually um, have its origins in love. Um, you know, my dad's anger towards uh, his children was rooted in a lot of fear for our survival. Um, he ignored us, was abusive towards us because he wanted to, us to get out of his way because he was trying to make a life for us. Um, and, and so the way he expressed his anger and the way a lot of us, myself included, I've been in this um, abusive position before, so I can say it from that perspective, um, it's about how we express that love, learning to unattach learning to detach our love from the harmful ways of expressing our emotion. Um, but yeah, obviously we're not condoning um, manipulation or gaslighting or any of those things. We're not saying those things are okay. We're just asking us to look a little deeper, right, Dr. Mary? Mm. 
So looking within, right? So what do we do with anger? Not so much what are other people doing with anger, but what do we do with the anger that emerges from within us at times? Right. Right. And what's fun is, like, the the thing that's wonderful that I'm here to attest to is that when we make a project out of asking ourselves, could I be using my emotion in a more productive way instead of getting mad as heck and having road rage and all these things, it, when we manage to make anger something that we understand, which I hope we mm, can do here like together that. as yes. to start, yes. then mm-hmm. anger stops taking and draining time and energy. And you actually get to have a lot of time and energy back to do things you love. <laughs> um, I remember saying to my husband, Mike, who was the object of my, my anger for a lot of years, you know, this not being angry thing is really awesome in a way that I didn't realize. We have so much time back. We get to have new hobbies. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Very nice. <laughs> have more fun in our lives, you know? We are probably nice. losing a day out of every week because of all this, like, really misplaced emotion and, and stuff. So that's what's possible. I love that. I love that. So we're about to go to our first commercial break, and um, we're here with Andrea Lee, and we're talking about anger, and we want you to today during the show to just think about what are the things that trigger you, what are the times when you get angry, and to let you know that anger is just an emotion, and it can actually become a resourceful emotion. And Andrea is going to come back and tell us more about that. But I wanted to let you also know that Andrea has a gift that she's offering us today. So during the commercial break, you're welcome to go to DrMaryOzFreeGifts.com and check out the gift. It's actually one of her books, the one that I mentioned earlier in the show. Or you can connect with her directly through her email at Andrea Lee, L-E-E-E, L-E-E, online at gmail.com. Andrea Lee online at gmail.com but we'll give you that information throughout the show today but quick commercial break and when we come back we're going to dive a little deeper with andrea and we're going to find out what to do with your emotions how anger can become more resourceful how to accept the anger as it rises up in within you and what to do and i'm sure like andrea mentioned she's got some really cool tools for us so quick commercial break and when we come back We've got more for you. Are you loving the content that Radical Change now has been sharing? Looking for more insights, strategies, and advice? Voice America is happy to announce Dr. Mary Oz's new online TV show called Life-Changing Results with Dr. Mary Oz. Come join as she reveals what it takes to have an amazing relationship with yourself, others, and the universe in ways that are not only healthy, but also extraordinary. If you are all about attracting and achieving life-changing results quickly and easily, this is for you. Join us at voiceamerica.tv and search for life-changing results. Are you ready to take the 30-day life-changing challenge that everyone is raving about? In this quick and easy guide, Dr. Mary Oz reveals how you can get started with your own life-changing challenge and begin receiving the results, healing, and transformation you have been longing for. If you love quick, easy, and powerful, this is a must for you. 
Get your hands on a copy instantly at RadicalChangeNow.com by providing your name and email so you can get started today. Your time is now, and we are here to help you get your Radical Change. Radical Change is when we receive the big changes in life that we want and deserve. The big changes that we tend to believe are difficult or not even possible. Are you interested in creating your own radical change? Dive deep with one of our coaches while we focus on you and your individual breakthrough. Our discovery session is designed to uncover hidden challenges that may be blocking you and provide you with a proven plan to achieve the change you seek once and for all. Call 1-833-447-CHANGE or visit RadicalChangeNow.com slash discovery. Radical Change Now cares about your healing, transformation, and opportunity to create the radical change you want and deserve in your relationships and in your life. Dr. Mary Oz and her guests are powerful and effective healers, coaches, mentors, and energy workers that are already transforming their clients' lives in powerful ways. Each week, we share valuable insights and advice that helps you achieve the next level of healing and transforming. Visit our gift page to see all the valuable free downloads and webinars at DrMaryOzFreeGifts.com. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Radical Change Now with Dr. Mary Oz. If you'd like to participate in our discussion today, the phone lines are open. Reach us at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Let's get back to Radical Change now. Here again is Dr. Mary Oz. So welcome back, everyone. We're here with Andrea, and we're talking about what to do when you lose your cool. And, you know, one of the things I love about our topic today, Andrea, is that I actually do have clients that come in and, you know, they talk about that specific question. You know, they're always looking for answers and searching, like, they work so hard on being patient or being happier, and then, like, everything's fine, and then you get in your car, and someone cuts you off, and the next thing you know, you're raging. So, I think it's such a powerful topic that we're talking about today. So, let me ask you, what do you suggest people do when they recognize that they're getting angry? Yeah, I have a very simple thing I hope will stick with you, maybe even for the rest of your life, and that is uh, cultivate a witness self. Um, And what I mean by that is observe your anger. Feel it, but feel it with consciousness. So the word that I want you to try and remember is the word fascinating. (laughs) Um, Fascinating. And in that tone, it's like, ah, how fascinating that I'm angry. Okay? So if you're in the car, like Dr. Mary says, and you're angry, you're like, ah, instead of, you know, I want you to feel it, feel it fully, but notice your feeling of it. Cultivate your witness self. Okay? And as you notice, the word that you can use, you can choose your own word, of course, but this is just a suggestion. Say, you know what? Now that's fascinating how angry I am at this. And just hmm. hold that. Okay. Yeah, Let that like flow a, through you. It's how fascinating, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it like it? puts a different twist on it, right? right. By asking that specific question, how, fa- how fascinating this is, it puts an actual different twist on it. 
That's right. That's that's our hope is that um, we allow ourselves to feel it. It's like the movie Shrek. Um, I don't know how many of you like that movie, but I love it. And he, he he's actually talking about flatulence. <laughs> but he says, the quote from him that's very appropriate here is better yes. out than in. Okay, mm-hmm. and yes. that's to do with large emotions like this. We want to feel them. We want to let them flow through you. We don't want to hold it in because that can lead to, honestly, really bad health issues and so on. So cultivate your witness self, and, and you try to use the word fascinating when you get angry. That's what I suggest you do to get started. Mm-hmm. And like you said, the worst thing you can do is suppress it, ignore it, or really not pay attention to it. So it's... it's- it's coming for you anyway in another direction. Yeah, that's true. That. It's gonna it will catch up with you either physically or emotionally later or yeah. That's how a lot of people blow their top. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So any other tools that you want to share with us about our emotion of anger? There is such an easy, great tool, Dr. Mary. Don't you just love the easy ones? I love the easy, effective, powerful ones. That's what I love. Right. Well, we have one of those today. <laughs> Ooh, so, do tell. Do we, right? What do we do when we're getting mad and, and, and we're, we're observing and witnessing and we're remembering the Shrek quote, not better out than in, but we're, we're, we're saying, all right, what do I do next? This tool is from a really wonderful uh, Dr. Marsha Linehan, who calls it willing hands. So being willing with your hands, the two, you know, the two hands, the one with your mm-hmm. left hand and your right hand. Willing mm-hmm. hands is an exercise that has been deeply researched. It's so simple to do, and I can explain to you the reason it works a little bit, but I want to tell you what it is first. All you do is you open your hands and okay. palms up, Hold them either on your lap if you're sitting. You can put them on your desk if you're an entrepreneur like Dr. Mary and I and you're at your desk. Okay, so maybe a client pisses you off. <laughs> or a, a oh, never or, happens. What are you talking right? about? I don't get <laughs> pissed at my clients. What are you talking about? I'm not human. Right? <laughs> We laugh about it now. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. It We're not laughing then, right? That's true. Put the, put the backs of your hands on your tabletop and just open mm-hmm. them, palms out. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like you're doing a high five, you know, with your hand open like that, but laying the back of your hand on the table or on your uh, lap. Or you can be standing as well. Just um, hold your willing hands at your sides. Um, just loosely. There's nothing special about it, just like open hands, kind of the opposite of a fist, basically. So if this is confusing to you at all, just make a fist with both your hands. Mm -hmm. That's not what we're saying. We're saying open those fists gently, okay, and let them be open. That's the position of willing hands. And what Dr. Linehan describes is that in the research that's been done about this, it's very difficult to be mad and keep being mad or get even madder <laughs> when you're doing willing hands. It's a physiological, biological, mm. brain chemistry thing that happens. Um, and, and it's so fascinating, right? Because I bet, if I'm guessing right, because I know you a little bit, Dr. Mary, you're kind of like, really? 
<laughs> well, actually, I'm already thinking of a particular little boy that I'm always helping him with anger issues that it's it's a quick, easy fix that he's going to be amazed at. But also, if you think about it, you know, when we make a fist is we're crunchy and angry, right? So it's really the opposite of a fist. Right. Right? It's you got the it. The willing hands is it. the opposite of the fist. So it, it actually, I mean, it's you know, it's like... You know, when your shoulders are down, you're kind of closed in. When your shoulders are up and broad, you just feel better and more open. It's a it's a physiological way of letting your body know it's better to go to another place. So I love that. Right. Yeah. I I you, I could not have said it better. And I mean, obviously, this is a habit we need to remember to do it. Like sometimes we get so angry, who's going to remember our willing hands, right? So what I suggest you do is to try and create a new habit with this. You know, if you're nodding your head as you're listening to us today, say, yeah, I, I should try that because, you know, sometimes I really do get angry um, and I regret it later. I want to try this. I want to make this part of my life. So like Dr. Mary says, you know, the point of our show today is to make big and little changes. Um, mm-hmm. This is a little change that if you um, can make it a habit and really integrate, like, so it's natural in your life, can really create a sea change in your relationships, um, in your self-love, in the healing of any number of things. So I want to give you a quick tip on how to make this a new habit. Every new habit takes time, and it really helps if we um, support the creation of a new habit by linking it with something we already do. So when I was learning these different ways to manage my anger so I could become the peaceful, more caring, more loving person that I am today, I would hook this new behavior to um, uh, things that would happen in my day on a regular basis. And my favorite, I have two favorite ones. One is that everybody can do. Um, whenever I crossed underneath a doorway, mm-hmm. so think for a second, you know, how many times do you step through a doorway? It can be your car doorway, it can be in the grocery store, it can be in your bathroom, anywhere you are stepping through a doorway. Create a consciousness around those moments that you will try willing hands in those moments. Mm, okay? I love that. Walking through a doorway, let me open my hands and practice. This is willing hands. I'm practicing this so that when I do have anger, it will be so integral to my um, body knowledge that I immediately go, oh. I need willing hands, and you'll be able to access that so much more easily. I love that. The second way, super quick, Dr. Mary, is whenever my dog comes to visit me, I, mm-hmm. I try to do which, it then. Which is often because you're loving then. connection. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So whenever the dog comes to you, you practice. Whatever new habit I'm creating, in this case, if you're saying yes to willing hands, mm-hmm. maybe you have a kitten, a, 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 you know, or another pet, or you have a child who runs up to you, you could use that as a moment to say, I'm going to use this. Every time this happens, I'm going to try this willing hands exercise. And the reason that it, this is very effective is because it can become predictable. Like the doors in your life can often become very predictable. And what right. I want is to create a more organic, spontaneous um, aspect to creating this new habit. So attaching it to my dog, I never know exactly when he's going to visit me, and that helps me to keep that natural and spontaneous. I love that. So I definitely hear the Coach Andrea coming out. (laughs) 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 I love it. I love it. Okay, so we have... 
we have willing hands and we're going to tie it to um, whether we're crossing doorways or the dog is coming to say hello or anything else in our life that's happening frequently throughout the day. So what do we do once our initial angry outburst has passed? What else can we do with our anger to really see it more as a, a normal human emotion and even an emotion that can have some resourcefulness to it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, cultivating a witness self during the anger is one part of what to do. Um, after the anger has passed, there is a real opportunity to get more intimate with the inquiry around what's the root cause, right? Because we don't want to just deal with the symptoms of when you're having outbursts. We want to mm-hmm. ask, you know, what, what's happening for you? And how could we love you? You know, have you love yourself or create a more supportive environment so that your, these outbursts are, are not happening? Um, that we, we, it's kind of like, Dr. Mary, like we can take care of a, a pimple, like a zit, and that one zit goes away. But if we're continuously getting new zits, it's like something else is wrong and we need to be addressing the root cause. So it's a bit of a, um, I don't know if you guys are still getting zits. I once in a while still do. But <sighs> Just once in a while. Mostly, <laughs> and I'm not happy those days. I'm usually angry. <laughs> <laughs> if you think of your anger like zits, it's like, all right, well, willing hands and witnessing yourself saying fascinating and creating new habits can help with the, when it bursts out. But how can we address the root cause of it? So I want to answer this slightly differently and just give you a question. Um, Each time you have an outburst like that, I'd like to ask you, if you care enough about turning your anger into a productive emotion, you'll sit down and ask yourself, okay, what really was that? What was behind my anger? What really was behind my anger? And then answer it the best you can. But then continue, ask it again. Okay, and what was behind that? Answer it. And what, what was behind that? So it's a multi-layered way of asking the question, what was behind my anger? And what was behind that? What was behind that? And keep going until you, you either you get frustrated and you don't have an answer, which might mean you're done, you're at the root of the anger, or you... Um, have unconscious answers that you still can't uh, get to, which is fine. But keep asking it. Each time you have an outburst after it's done, what after that anger um, outburst or anger temptation has passed, examine it. Okay? Um, example, let's say it is road rage. This is the one that is like the easiest to talk about because it feels like everybody gets it and it's in the safety of our car, so at least, you know, it's sort of like protected there. Well, well, if we apply this after we've done, we're not doing willing hands in the car because obviously that would be very dangerous. Yes, yes, not a good <laughs> um, one to do in the car. <laughs> we might go over and do willing hands, right, Dr. Mary? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Or we might imagine doing willing hands, which can help also. Um, but as we're, we're carrying on in our drive, we might say, okay, well, what was behind that? Well, that person was really a bleep, you know, a bleep, bleep, bleep. That's why I was angry. Okay, but what was behind that? Well, I really, I re- it's really annoying when people are so inconsiderate and not caring about other people on the road. Great, valid. Well, what was behind that? 
well, it's, I'm, I'm actually late today, um, and I need to hurry up, and I, I, this person is getting in my way. And, and, okay, great. What was behind that? Well, I, my son is waiting for me at school, and I don't want to be late. Well, that's reasonable. What's behind that? Well, my son and I haven't been getting along lately, and I told him I would be on time, and I, I want to be on time. That's why I was angry. Okay, what was behind that? You know, I really have been sad that I haven't been there for my son. Um, I want to be a better person, uh, more there for my son, and I'm under a lot of stress around it. I feel like I, I don't have the tools that I need, and I, I, I'm under the gun with pressure and time and money and all this. And So that's why I was angry. And it's like, ah, what's okay? And then you could keep going. But you can see that it's a loving progression of what was behind that that allows you then to, like an archaeologist, uncover, like, digging up treasure, what really is the reason you were mad? Mm. You know, it's funny, you're you're reminding me of an incident. Um, My kids were, like, really small. I think they were, like, I don't know, maybe they were, like, six and nine or something. And it was Sunday night, and every Sunday night I would go to this particular prayer group. And I went to the prayer group, and everybody was like, what's the matter? You seem sad tonight. Because that wasn't really like me. And right before the prayer group, I forget what my kids did, but I was screaming at them. And I wasn't really a mom who liked to yell. I wasn't a yeller. And I just remember, like, I was yelling at them. And it was just very intense. And I was not myself. And I just remember screaming at them like a maniac. And I went to the prayer group. And then I felt real. Then you go to a prayer group, you know, and I'm like, oh, I feel horrible now. And I did exactly what you were talking about and I kept thinking what am I really angry about and you know within a few minutes I was able to recognize I wasn't even angry at either one of my kids I actually was angry at something that had nothing to do with my kids but I took all my frustration out on them because they were the only ones there at the time and I kept digging deeper and deeper and I remember that night I made a decision I was like I don't ever want to do that to my kids again you know like they were little. It was so unfair. And I remember by doing the thinking and the, the diving deep, I was al- actually able to say, like, I'm just not going to do that anymore. That's not the way I want to parent. And I really didn't. Like, if you would have talked to my kids, they, were, they would say, like, well, there are times we thought mom would have yelled and she didn't. So mm-hmm. that self-reflection part, I think, is a really important piece. It, that's such a beautiful story, Dr. Mary. I'm really... I hope everyone listening can really tune in to what Dr. Mary just demonstrated, and that is that you can stop. That's my whole thing here with this content, you guys, that you can stop being angry like this. Anger can sometimes become abusive. I'm not saying that that was what you're describing, but it can sometimes lead to that if we allow ourselves to repeatedly be super angry in our families. Um, And that's what... Sometimes the anger roots are what causes generational abuse. Mm-hmm. Um, even controversially, I'll say, you know, when we think about the violence in our society, you know, how just tragically often we hear about gun violence, especially in America, you know, it might sound infantile, but that's a very angry person yes. who, is, who has not processed this emotion who has not, um, who has learned that that emotion uh, has no other outlet than something terrible 
And so even if it's just a little bit of anger that you have, if you will embrace some of what we're talking about here today, you will illustrate to your children, just like you did, Dr. Mary, that peace is possible instead, and there are productive ways to deal with the stressors um, or remove the stressors. And And in so doing, guess what? You're contributing to the ending of generational anger, intergenerational anger that can mm-hmm. sometimes lead to violence, depending on the circumstance, and you're modeling that for everyone around you. Your kids will be sure to not grow up and be angry, violent people. Their friends and classrooms will also benefit from that. So in a very real way, we create peace by starting with witnessing, inquiring, willing hands, um, and not shying away from this topic I'm so glad yeah. you shared that story, Dr. Mary. Yeah, they, you know, I love that. And I, you know, I just, um, as a, the social worker in me and, you know, the person who decided to become a therapist, like very young, I had decided that, is that, you know, I love that you're taking a look at the the abuse cycles, the abuse of power, you know, not only in families, but in the workplace. And then... Okay you know, violence prevention and solutions. Like we just don't put enough time and energy into that. So I love that you have a heart for that and that you're committed to that because it's it's a really big need that we have. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. So we're going to take another quick commercial break. And just to remind you, Andrea has a gift for you. It's at drmaryozfreegift.com. If you want to go visit, it's freegifts.com. If you want to go visit that link, Right now, during our second commercial break, when we come back, Andrew's going to answer a few more questions for us, share some more knowledge with us, and share with us about her book, which she's offering to you as a gift today. So quick commercial, and we'll be right back. Radical Change Now cares about your healing, transformation, and opportunity to create the radical change you want and deserve in your relationships and in your life. Dr. Mary Oz and her guests are powerful and effective healers, coaches, mentors, and energy workers that are already transforming their clients' lives in powerful ways. Each week, we share valuable insights and advice that helps you achieve the next level of healing and transforming. Visit our gift page to see all the valuable free downloads and webinars at drmaryozfreegifts.com. Are you ready to take the 30-day life-changing challenge that everyone is raving about? In this quick and easy guide, Dr. Mary Oz reveals how you can get started with your own life-changing challenge and begin receiving the results, healing, and transformation you have been longing for. If you love quick, easy, and powerful, this is a must for you. Get your hands on a copy instantly at RadicalChangeNow.com by providing your name and email so you can get started today. Your time is now, and we are here to help you get your radical change. Are you loving the content that Radical Change Now has been sharing? Looking for more insights, strategies, and advice? Voice America is happy to announce Dr. Mary Oz's new online TV show called Life-Changing Results with Dr. Mary Oz. Come join as she reveals what it takes to have an amazing relationship with yourself, others, and the universe in ways that are not only healthy, but also extraordinary. If you are all about attracting and achieving life-changing results quickly and easily, this is for you. Join us at voiceamerica.tv and search for life-changing results. 
Radical change is when we receive the big changes in life that we want and deserve. The big changes that we tend to believe are difficult or not even possible. Are you interested in creating your own radical change? Dive deep with one of our coaches while we focus on you and your individual breakthrough. Our discovery session is designed to uncover hidden challenges that may be blocking you and provide you with a proven plan to achieve the change you seek once and for all. Call 1-833-447-CHANGE or visit RadicalChangeNow.com slash discovery. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Radical Change Now with Dr. Mary Oz. If you'd like to participate in our discussion today, the phone lines are open. Reach us at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Let's get back to Radical Change Now. Here again is Dr. Mary Oz. So welcome back, everybody. We're here with Andrea, and we're talking about mad as heck, what to do when you lose your cool. And, you know, one of the things I love about you, Andrea, is that you are known for saying that instead of being angry, do something fun. So I know, tell us more about that. That's like one of your favorite sayings. Yeah. You know, it sounds so counterintuitive or startling maybe, but, um, you know, when I used to get super angry, um, yeah, the, the funny thing is that you know, when we do get angry, it, it it's, sometimes takes a little bit to get us to a place where we not only are motivated to change, but that we actually take action on it. Um, we're so entrenched in these old habits of, of exploding with our emotions and, and so on. At least I was. Um, and so what I realized that was my way in to uh, changing, really changing my behavior and ch- changing my how I was wired around uh angry emotion, um, was how much of a waste of life this, this out, off, mm-hmm. off the charts anger was. Um, if I was angry and had an argument, that took, you know, an hour, and then how, how upset I was, it took another two hours, and then, you know, if there was more to talk about later, it was another hour. It's like, soon, you know, you've lost an entire day. Um, yes. And I don't know about you, but... I have stuff in my life that's fun and productive and things I want to contribute in service to the world that I don't want to lose a day on a regular basis or even an hour on a regular basis. Mm, it's true. Um, not to mention the emotion, you know, the physical uh, effects of the fatigue and the stress and the adrenals and, you know, all that chemistry that happens. So... What I like to say, you're right, is instead of being angry, do something fun. And it might not seem fun right away, but what I would do is, in, you know, I was getting angry, I would do willing hands, I would witness, I would inquire, and then I would go take myself for the most beautiful walk I could possibly find. Um, I'm lucky, I live in the Pacific Northwest, so there's lots of lovely walks. Going and walking was the fun, beautiful thing that I would try to do instead of being angry. Now, if you're thinking about what you could do that would be fun instead, I have a suggestion. Okay. So there's something specific, Dr. Mary, that I think is it actually contributes to the, the changing of anger into something good. 
Okay, let's hear it. Choose something fun that creates new breathing patterns. Ooh, breathing. <laughs> Ooh, I like yeah. that. So, I mean, what are some examples? Well, I don't know about you, but I've always been shy of singing. Uh-huh. Um, I think I might have a little little childhood uh, issue around it from a music teacher telling me to stop singing in the choir. <laughs> well, um, I have a story worse than that. Don't tell anybody. Oh don't tell the audience. But in sixth grade, I got kicked out of chorus. <laughs> I literally was asked to leave the chorus. So I can relate to that, not wanting to sing in front of people. Oh, my but God, that's terrible. If you're that's like me, the- you probably sing in the shower. So I, I'm so touched that you would share that. It, actually, we have another thing in common. We have so many things in common, mm, um, including true. our love for deep topics and, and our community. I was asked to mouth the words. <laughs> so it wasn't even <laughs> oh. out. They, want, they wanted my oh. physical body there, but not my voice. Um, right. But the fact that you were singing in the shower is such a perfect example for our listeners. Um, you know, have some fun instead. Go sing in the shower. Um, mm. Sing at the top of your lungs inside of your car. You're changing and creating new breathing patterns when you sing. Yeah, um, like maybe that. you already play a wind instrument. Um, maybe you're, you know, you happen to be like a, a, you play the flute. I think they call that a flautist. <laughs> um, or the trombone. Or you want to pick up a recorder with your, your you know, a friend. Or um, meditation also affects your breathing patterns. That's why I think our society is really picked up. It's one of the reasons mm-hmm. we really need help in our society breathing differently. Um, so Break, even breaking fun. out in a dance move, right? Just breaking out dancing. and dancing would change your breathing. Mm-hmm. Such a great, great example. Yeah. So replace, get the time back from your anger outbursts or, you know, when you get into that place where you're wasting time and losing, as an entrepreneur, you lose money every time you, you get angry mm-hmm. and don't do something That's productive true. with it. So do something fun with it. Um, Extending your breathing patterns, lengthening Mm -hmm. your breathing patterns. You know, when we're angry and upset, we're like, (laughs) like it's gasping, right? You cannot sustain that level of fear and the chemistry of the fear in your body if you lengthen, even you can hear in how I'm speaking, I'm speaking in longer phrases and longer voice tone, um, that will change and create new breathing patterns and help you with your anger. I love it. I love it. And, you know, even when you belt out, I find that when you belt out a song, you don't even have to sing the whole song. It's like I find I just repeat the same phrase like five times. You know, mm-hmm. it's just like it just kind of shifts. Yeah. So I love That's that. That's a good point. So this is really we've been talking a lot about our anger, right? What goes on inside of us? What should we do with our anger when we're mad as heck? But what about do you have any advice for us? When we have an angry person or angry people around us and we want them to stop, what about when it's not us, it's the other person? Yeah. So this is a big topic, and actually we um, can talk about this more the next time we're on because I think we're going to have another chance, right? Yes, Um, we are going to be back But I want to start today because... 100%, right? Nod your head if you're listening. You're like, well, yeah, I have some anger, but boy, oh boy, the people who are angry in my life are around me. (laughs) Um, There's so many instances of that. Um, 
two things. When we have an angry person in our life, it's our job to make sure they know it's not okay. Okay? That's Can you repeat our that? Job. Can you say that again? Yeah, when we have an angry person in our life, it is our job to let them know it is not okay. Mm. And we can do that in multiple ways. The way not to do it is to get angry back. Okay? Sometimes it's difficult because anger can really spark our, you know, anger in another person can really spark our own anger and defense. Um, so that's when we go back to what we talked about earlier. We try to change our breathing. We say, now that's fascinating. We can practice willing hands. And in so doing, we create a small piece of calm in which we can then observe the angry person, say fascinating to them, how fascinating that they are so angry. <laughs> right. Okay? And like then that. we say whatever we need to say in the calm voice that, you know what, I can see you're really angry. That's not okay with me. Mm-hmm. If you're really angry and you're acting out towards me, that is not okay with me. And if they That's want to, need at, to say. Th- at that mm-hmm. point, they could remove themselves, right? Remove right. yourself from the conversation or remove yourself from the room. But don't be willing 100%. to engage with it. Yeah. That's so we only have a few minutes. Okay. Yeah. We only have a few minutes left, and I know you have this wonderful gift for us. It's a downloadable copy of the book, We Need to Talk, Your Guide to Challenging Business Conversations and How to Coach Anyone, Solutions to 68 Common Coaching Situations. Tell us a little bit about this gift, and give us your email if people want to connect with you directly. Oh, thank you so much. I mean, I have so much fun, and and I hope this has been useful. I really do hope that if it has, and if you have questions or follow-up, you email me at andrealeeonline at gmail.com. So it's all one word and all small letters, andrealeeonline at gmail.com. I love to hear from you. And that's also where um, you can email me if you would like a copy of the gift that Dr. Mary um, has mentioned. It's actually a a copy of the book in digital format. Um, And there's two books, actually. The first one is called We Need to Talk, Your Guide to Challenging Business Conversations. So in particular, if you work in a job or you're an entrepreneur, this book talks about all of what we're covering today, but with specific templates for things that you can say to, to stop anger in the, work, the, the workplace or in your company. Um, and I would love to gift it to you. It's the whole book um, in a digital format. And all you need to do is to email to say, I'd love the book. I heard you on Voice of America with Dr. Mary. And we'll get that to you. And the second book is called How to Coach Anyone, Solutions to 68 Common Coaching Situations. I know that a a lot of you who are listening to Dr. Mary's show um, like to be able to help others, and you might be taking a coaching approach um, to common situations in life. So I thought I would make a gift of this book, too. This is by my mentor, Thomas Leonard, who was um, what some people call the father of professional coaching. So those, it's my pleasure to make those available for you. I, and I've heard from lots of people how useful they are. They're very easy to read, um, and I hope immediately useful like the tools and stories that we've shared here today 
So, Andrea, I just want to thank you for your time today and for playing and having fun and talking to us about anger and helping us understand anger through a different lens and a different light. And thank you for your practical tools. So thank you for being here. And um, just to let our guests know, you can also reach out to Andrea and see more about her gift at drmaryozfreegifts.com. And next week, Andrea is going to be joining us again. And we're going to be talking about the secrets to appropriate anger harnessing your power for good. So be sure to join us next week as we'll have the lovely Andrea Lee here again and we'll dive even deeper talking about anger as an emotion that has resourceful energy. Have an awesome week and we'll see you guys next week. Thank you, Andrea. Thank you so much, Thank you for tuning in this week for Radical Change Now. Be sure to join Dr. Mary Oz again next Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until then, have the best week of your life.